0: My name is Lola Puzzle, and this is Media Delta. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Media Delta. Um, we have an interesting one um, this time, because this is a movie that is not. It's one of those movies that it's not directly based on a video game. Um, one second, I mean, I shouldn't have ran there, but yeah. Also, I forgot to hit the thing. OK, three, two. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Media Delta. Um, this one's kind of a weird one because, well, first off, I should say uh, by the time that this is released, um, it will be October, which means uh, we are honor bound to do some spooky movies. And uh, this first one is kind of an interesting one because it's not one that's directly based on a video game. However, this is one that is. I know it's definitely influential for one in particular, but I I feel like this, it's interesting because it's a, it's a chance to look at a movie that is by a pretty highly regarded horror, uh, director, at least as as far as my very novice into horror movie director knowledge thing is, um, it's definitely a name that I've heard thrown around about or thrown around a lot. Um, that being uh Dario Argento who is an Italian horror film creator uh, or director I should say uh and the movie that we are talking about is the 1985 movie Phenomena which I hate that I can't hear that name without also thinking that Phenomena yeah um but yeah uh this movie um at least, definitely, like I don't know if the entire movie is, but you can definitely tell from the latter half of the movie uh, that this movie was very influential for the creation of Clock Tower. Um, okay, no, you can tell at the very beginning because someone is murdered with scissors. This is true. Also, uh, they were not uh, human. Entertainment was not at all um, like subtle in regards to the main character of Clock Tower being based off Jen- Jennifer Connelly in this movie.
1: It is Jennifer Connolly. Let's be real. It is, yeah. I mean,
2: she she is. Her name, the character's name, is still Jennifer, and
0: yeah. yeah. No, yeah. It's like the only thing that's different is she wears pants in the movie versus a a dress in Clock Tower. But yeah, it's basically her. Um, and yeah. So we also, before we go on, I should introduce who do we have with us this episode.
2: Hi, I'm X. I'm here for inappropriate use of Iron Maiden's Flash of the Blade, a, a song from the album Power Slave.
1: Hi, I'm Typus, and I'm here for lead actresses getting their fingers bitten off by a chimpanzee. Yes. Um. So this is a
0: fun one to talk about, because, um, I mean, I should probably say, like, I think I would imagine that we brought this up when we talked about Sweet Home. But uh, if you've been listening to Media Delta for a while, you realize that we don't exactly have a lot of horror movies on our list. Uh, And that is mainly because uh, me personally am not a huge fan of horror movies, much less gore. So this is it is a very it's very rare that we do these, which I mean, I'm obviously open to doing them. Uh, but it's a very weird case, especially in my part, because I'm coming as someone who isn't a huge fan of horror in general. Not necessarily that I'm not going to like any horror movies, but um, it's interesting for me to watch these because it's something I've definitely never really seen before. Um, I should say that I have actually seen one of Dario Gento's other films, uh, which was Suspiria, which is usually the more critically acclaimed one, at least as far as i know i don't definitely is has a lot of fans and i hated the movie (laughs) so uh going into this one i really had no idea what to expect um but i will get into that uh so just going off the bat this was an interesting experience for me um so i'm debating about whether or not um and one of the nice things about doing these i should say because i'm it's has something to do with Whether I'm debating about because uh axe, I know that you are a very big horror movie fan. Um Torpo, you're lukewarm on them? Or is that
1: I have no strong feelings. So yeah. Um
0: so someone who is really into them, someone who is kind of okay, and then someone who generally dislikes. So um you know, Axe. Why don't we start with you in this case? Because <laughs> I feel like you're gonna have a different experience than really either of us.
2: All right. So I'm gonna throw this this out here, and you know, tell me if you think this is strong. I think, I this is how I feel. Um, phenomena is the deadly premonition of movies. No. no. We'll go on. Because. It has a large number of flaws, but there is enough to be interesting to kind of over for override those flaws. <laughs> I get, the, I don't know, I just, I, I feel they're very similar in those kinds of ways. Because for one thing, it's an interesting movie. The plot is a little bizarre, uh, and the pacing has—it's not well paced. Uh, one of Dario Gento's biggest flaws was. He like to draw out his stories, draw out his scenes. Um, no shit. Yeah. Um, and stuff kind of happens in a way where it can be confusing while you're watching. Um, which is, uh, you know, not a good sign. For things, but at the same time, you know, you've got Jennifer Connelly, who's who's a really great actress, and this, I believe, it's her second uh, movie that she was in. You know, she's doing you know the best she can with with what they've gotten for the most part the, the acting seemed all right um the special effects um i i like the special effects they were it wasn't too much it wasn't too little it was just it was just the right amount of uh blood and gore uh there are a couple scenes where you know you see certain pieces of bodies you know mutilated and um Craw- and covered in crawlies and all that stuff, but like they're not—they're not really like nasty about it,
1: if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it uses gore sparingly.
2: Yeah, and when it's used, it's to punctuate a scene and nothing more. It's—it's it's not like uh, some horror movies where the violence is a voyeuristic experience. Um, it also had Donald Pleasance, another fantastic actor. Uh... I felt like his role was a little understated, but then that would mean adding more time to a two hour long film. And uh, there are a lot of scenes I would have cut out entirely that had would have that would have made the movie feel a little more
1: you know, cohesive and concise. Um, it's It's great because it's like really long and drawn out. But also the villain reveal just kind of happens out of nowhere.
2: yeah, and I, I honestly, I think like that should be. A, I, I would have addressed something like that as well because it it brings to mind an older another old slasher film. I believe it was Prowler. And in the movie you got a person you know laying waste to everybody in this, you know, city. Um they're all kind of connected and all that. So then when they finally do the reveal, it's a character who you've seen maybe like for one or two seconds and there's literally no impact to it. Because you had no, like, um, time to connect to that character. Um, So, yeah, I mean, like I said, Phenomena is a flawed film. But it is also a good film, in my opinion. Um, And, you know, I I don't think I'll be able to convince anybody else that. Um, But I, I like it. I like it on its own merits, but I also like it as, you know, a piece of gaming history. You know, you watch it, you get to see where the inspiration for the clock character characters comes from, especially uh, Jennifer and uh, Bobby slash Scissor Man. Um, so
1: My I even character if, Scissor Walker.
2: Yeah, yeah. So even if the movie's not great, it is still fairly an important film in regards to gaming, and that's that's what I'll leave off with.
0: All right, yeah, and that's definitely something I will agree. It's like human entertainment like especially around that time really like to make their games based off of particular movies like this one being or like clock Tower be, being based on phenomena you have uh sos tetrian who which is incredibly based off of the poseidon adventure um you could make an argument for the firemen being kind of a mix between diehard and backdraft um it's definitely something that they're doing it's kind of interesting to kind of see like oh this is where this kind of came from
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and yeah uh so um i guess with that uh torpa what did you feel about it
1: i uh i was okay with it i don't know how else to put my feeling. like i didn't hate it i i found it amusing but i didn't like it either like i i, I... Like, I wouldn't say lukewarm, because that's not really how I describe it. felt a bit more than that, like, I was okay with it, but I just didn't really like it or love it. It was an interesting movie. Uh, I found it a bit less unhinged than uh, Suspiria. There wasn't a barbed wire room this time, which is tragic, but, you know, we can't all get what we want. But, uh... I don't know, I, I, I thought it was an okay movie. Um, some weird choices. Like, uh... For a good chunk of the movie, uh, the villain just... The the killer uses what I coined the stabbing stick, which is just a stick with a blade on the end. Not a spear! No. It's this weird fucking series of poles that attach to each other with a blade at the end. And they do that, so... No, no, it's a stick. It's it's a knife on a stick. Yeah, it kind
0: of has to be elaborated a little bit, uh, because... you, you, the same sounds
1: like, oh, you're talking about a stick. No, it is the pokey-stabby stick. It's... It is a series of interlocking rods with a sharp bit on the end. And they specifically do this so they can kill a bunch of people without actually having, you know, the the villain up here for... I don't know. It didn't need to be a mystery. It wasn't super an interesting mystery. I, it's something that's like... Yeah, the. The
0: reveal of the the killer like comes out of nowhere, but you kind of can, well, you can kind of get a gist of like who the killer would be. um, If you like see it, it as like you look at the character it's like, oh OK, this character, is, it's going to be obvious, but the motives for it come is more what comes out of nowhere. Just the like the situation behind it.
1: But yeah, it's it's really fucking Dumb in that regard. Also, the main character has fucking Beelzebub powers. That just kind of happened. And that ultimately saves the day, too, I guess. Yeah, they kind of
0: elaborated a little bit, but then, yeah, like halfway through the movie, it's was just like, oh, yeah, you can speak to insects.
1: Oh, now you can summon hordes of them. Congrats. It, it just It just kind of happened. All because she could sleepwalk.
0: Yeah. It's... Uh...
1: It's great, too, because there's a lot of weird trivia with that movie, like the time that they bred two million flies for a scene and then let them out, and it plagued the nearby businesses for the rest of the season. Yeah, that part was fun. (laughs) Or Jennifer Connelly having the tip of her finger bit off by a fucking chimpanzee, and they had to rush her into emergency surgery because of it. Yeah, that was also yes. Yeah, that was the other thing. Chekhov's chimpanzee was the weirdest fucking thing. Yeah, it's like... Yeah. Yeah. Just the trained chimpanzee to help the doctor get around also just found a straight razor in the woods and ultimately killed the fucking villain.
0: Yep.
2: Like I said with uh, when we were watching it, uh, it's, it's a movie that comes from a time when movies had a very distinct feel to them. Uh... And like this movie, absolutely just reeks of that time period. That you know, uh, around the time that you had, you know, Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth. There's just this weird—I don't know if "quaint" is the right word for it, but A certain level of cheese. That too, and like especially, especially with uh, Argento, because Argento like to lean in heavily into the tropes of. Whatever form of horror he was doing, um, whereas you know other other artists like Lucio Fulci, they mostly went like hardcore into the gore category. Argento kind of like like to let things be a lot more psychological uh, than gory. So it's it's one it's one of the more interesting things about his work.
1: God, oh, that movie fucking loved maggots though. Yeah. Not a fan of that. We had to kill a bunch of flies, and I still don't know where they came from. Yeah. So this movie didn't feel great for me, but
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And maggots are disgusting. I hate them. And anytime it's they're so in a movie,
1: uh... I have a distinct memory of a maggot falling off a ceiling onto me. Yeah. It fucking haunts me. I hate but that. uh, yeah. yeah. No, it wasn't good. But uh, yeah. No, it's as I said, it's not a. I wouldn't call it bad. It was entertaining. Like on the whole, it wasn't boring. It starts real fucking slow, though. Yes. Um, and yes. also, the music choice is... I would describe it as inspired. In, yes. Um, it's something that's very
0: fun to watch, uh, like those scenes with the music. Um, completely... I would say, if you were trying to make the scene more suspenseful... Um, it fails spectacularly at doing that, but mm-hmm. if you want to make it entertaining, it did a damn good job at it.
1: Yeah. So for reference, uh, the the like this this general like slow build horror movie, which is fine, uh, except it's really good having these slow scenes and then hearing Iron Maiden's "Flash of the Blade" blaring during the scene. <laughs> no, and like
2: there's that one scene where uh, um, the one late the one lady was just walking around the room, just kind of very cl- calmly and slowly walking around the room. And it's just, You'll die as you live in the Flash of the Blade! And she's just walking around the room. So
1: good! <laughs> I, the use of Goblin was also pretty good, but just like Flash of the Blade stuck out real hard. And it wasn't used once, it was used twice, which is just
2: like,
0: okay, It was okay, used wait. more than twice, it was like yeah. at least three times. Yeah, because wasn't it played also when the doc... Like, when Donald character was carried out? Yes. And then I thought there was another case where it was used. Or maybe was, maybe Because there was also a Motorhead song that was used. Yeah, there I, was Don a Don Motorhead
1: song. It's like, to be fair, the music choice of that movie is such is that we didn't even realize there was a Motorhead song in that. hmm Just...
2: It's it's one of those weird things where, like... Goblin is a good artist. Iron Maiden are a fantastic artists. And uh, Motorhead, eh, I'm mixed. I'm mixed on them, but you know, they don't fit this movie. Like you have characters running around, and oh yeah, you have like the in the 80s there are movies where the soundtracks are just heavily synthesized to absolute shit. But like, it doesn't fit a horror movie. A horror movie needs like very precise kind of music in order to evoke a sense of tension or horror. Look at uh, the Psycho theme. Uh, where the you know the the most like, one of the most iconic car themes of all time is that rent 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 and just that that three uh three notes kind of it first it catches your interest but also it does kind of evoke the the um, image of stabbing because it's got that kind of rhythm to it and when you're scoring a movie, you want your soundtrack to actually, you know, flow with it. And you don't get that in this movie. It's just, the whole soundtrack is extremely at odds with what's happening in the movie.
1: But, like, I argue that's part of the charm of this movie. Oh, of course. Like, this movie has a certain schlocky charm to it that I really appreciate. Yeah. I, that's also, like, part of what kept me from disliking it, is, like, just this weird baffling charm it had like it is a movie that is constantly at odds with itself totally but like I kind of like that honestly yeah
2: yes. I mean I feel like all the weird stuff kind of comes together to form a, a good and entertaining movie
1: it is gives it, a texture yeah
2: is it tier one no no it is not but it's i I think it's still a good movie.
1: As I said, I, I'm not huge on it, but I enjoyed myself. Alright. Um, so,
0: uh, my take on it. Um, so, I feel like I kind of, as essentially the moderator for this, uh, I feel like I should come at this, I'm kind of coming at this movie from about three different angles. Uh, i probably just start with my first one, which is um, would I ever want to watch this movie ever again? Um, absolutely not. Uh, did I, is this like, would I say that this is a, like, I do, I don't think I'll ever have another a desire to watch this movie ever again, but, um, that is, as I mentioned, it's because if if the question is is this a horror movie that will be for everyone or like people who don't like horror movies because I mean some horror movies are just so good that they do like I have seen horror movies that I liked this is not one of them um, more in the in the case of there's just too many things about that it's like yeah I had to look away a good portion of this movie uh, it's actually kind of funny when we were watching this because I put it on um, uh, for uh, the group here. Um, It was kind of funny that this movie has something for everyone that's just going to make them want to look away. Uh, Especially like the mutilated bodies. uh, Very like just the decapitated head that just reminds you of that one scene from Snatcher. Um, Fun IV scenes. So if you like don't like needles, there's some fun stuff there.
1: Ripping out the IV. Yeah,
0: it's great. Uh, Cases, One slight scene vomiting, which is a personal no-no for me. Um, Walking
2: on
1: glass. Barefoot. The only thing that really got me was the bugs. Yes, the bugs. Lots and lots of bugs. Specifically maggots, for some reason, really just bugged the shit out of me. Uh-huh.
2: I see what you did there.
1: Uh, but granted, but no, also I mentioned I've had experiences with maggots, but yeah.
2: yeah no, I, share your, I share your dislike of maggots. I just don't like the way they look and move.
1: Yeah, it's...
0: Yeah. Um. Yep. But yeah, so on a personal level, I would not like I would not want to watch this movie again. However, I do feel like I need to put this into a couple of perspective, like a need to look at it slightly more critically, so to speak. So I'm looking at this two other ways. One is the I would guess mechanical or competency or maybe artistic, looking at it like looking at at a film as a film. Like, as a piece of created media. Um, and I don't think this is actually... I don't think it's a... Like, I would not say that this is a bad movie. Um, I I would obviously not... I would not say that this is a great movie. Um, but I would say that it is a pretty solid movie for the most part. The story is a little weird at some point and kind of has some weird views on things so to speak. Um it is very it is the problem of also granted this is an Italian directed movie with mostly or with a lot of English uh actors or English speaking actors.
1: Okay, so part of the weird thing that have after we ended up looking up stuff is that the movie was generally shot in English, but any of the foreign actors spoke in their own language. And they were They dubbed over, which is something.
0: You get some scenes of really weird spoken Italian that come across as very stilted.
1: Okay, yeah, no, there was the one scene that was for some reason in Italian and nobody could figure out why.
0: Yeah, like, yes, like the Spaghetti Western, for example, except this is spaghetti horror. Um, But yeah, it's... I could see that being a little like, I will give it that that's probably causing a little bit of the stiltedness. Um, I still don't think it, it is that like, I still think it's a pretty confident movie. Um, that being said, uh, there is the, also the part of the, the other hat that I would say that do, would I, would I say as a horror film, like, or is there some enjoyment to be had of this movie? Like, is this a movie that one could enjoy? And I would absolutely say if you like horror movies, I'm sure you could like like I would say that, yeah, I bet you probably would like this movie uh, and I can definitely see why. Um, it's kind of I was thinking about it because the horror genre gets a there is a a a critical like it's in a weird field uh, because, uh, for example, uh, when I was in college, uh, for my one of my things I had to do for because I was part econ major um, and I had a class on econometrics, um, I had a final project to do. And one of the things that my final project was on was talking about uh, kind of viewer numbers and viewer reception versus critical reception. And it made me realize that horror movies get shafted a lot in terms of critical reception um, because they're generally viewed as a lower genre of movies, which makes me kind of remind me if I'm to compare it to like how we rank video games, uh, like comparing it to Retro and Crapsody. Uh I was kind of thinking that the horror movie genre, if you could actually um, compare it to a particular video game genre, kind of reminds me of how shmups are kind kind of received how there are these very niche genre of video games that have a very small subset of um of people that like it it's for a nicher audience but sometimes you have some that kind of break that and are like more readily enjoyable for for a lot of them they're kind of for horror like trump fans but in this analogy kind of horror game or horror movie fans Um, which I feel like, um, I want to be a little bit more open about this one, especially since I want to give this movie a fair shake. And I know that I'm trying to, like, I was trying to watch it through a more open eyes and I, I can actually see it's like, yeah, I can actually see why someone really liked this movie. Um, now where I put this is another story, but that'll be feel like that's when we're going to put this on the board that that's more of a discussion when that'll kind of more hit ahead but I will say I personally was not I don't think I'll ever watch this again um but I can definitely see someone enjoying this so that's my general take um yeah um did anyone have any other thing they want to bring up
2: yeah so um I wanted to kind of touch on a point that you brought up: how uh, horror movies kind of get shafted, and it's actually true. Um, the horror, the horror genre as a whole, is generally regarded as not really. It's generally it's regarded as uh, most a lot of people call it trash, but um, it's kind of like uh, being seen as seriously. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it can't be. So movies are seen as sort of an art form. You get all you got your you know all different kinds of movies, and everybody's up their ass about their own specific genre. But because horror touches on a very specific um, part of our emotions, and that is fear, you know, terror, um, uh, vulnerability. And that's the main focus of horror. It doesn't really go too much far outside of those things. It's it's an, a, an attempt to horrify or terrify the person. Um, and one of the biggest things, a biggest uh, instances of that, is the Academy Awards. Um, there is only one horror film, and it's horror by technicality. That is one, uh, an Oscar for Best Picture. And that is the silence of the lambs. Um, I know Halloween, the original, uh, was so was so well acclaimed that there was argument to make at least a category for horror horror movies. But I mean, Get Out, Get Out is another fantastic example. Uh, get Out by Jordan Peele was an amazing amazing horror movie but when it got submitted for the academy awards they wanted to put it under the category of comedy so i think i think in the end it got put under the category of doc documentary which just kind of makes it even funnier but i mean it's it's a genre that i think is extremely under under respected because uh, you know it's not just all Bashing heads and splattering and gore and shit like that. Like, it touches on extremely interesting and important topics. You know, intimacy, sexuality. Um, yes, it even touches on race. Like, um, and even there, horror has had a bad history of dealing with those subjects, but it does try to touch upon them and find, like, that connection between, you know, our interferes, our. Concerns and things like that, and tries to look at the different kinds of things around us that can tie into that fear. And in some ways, it it tries to touch on how do you overcome those fears? How do you overcome you know prejudices and things like that? The, these are there a lot of horror movies that delve into deeper subjects than just "boo, I scared you." And it's it's an absolute shame to see it you know be waylaid because it's not you know clean and proper and it's, print.
1: It's, it's funny, too, that you mentioned uh, Get Out, because Get Out is actually a really infamous case, too, of a lot of the older members of the uh, Academy of Motion Pictures Arts and Sciences refusing to see the movie because it was horror and they felt it wasn't proper. Uh, and other ones disliking it because it covered race specifically. Complaining that, ah, if they didn't vote for it, they'd, sound, they'd look like they were racist. Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn, you people all fucking miss the point then. But yeah, especially the older ones refuse to watch it. Well, they proved the point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which is a shame, because that is a very good movie. I forgot that I watched. It's a fucking incredible movie. No,
2: I would have voted for Obama three times. God.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, that movie's so good. But yeah, Uh, my my point is, like, they'll never be taken seriously, unfortunately, by the older generation. And it's tragic, because you have absolutely incredible ones like Get Out that are just not taken seriously.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm good. All right. Uh, any other points? I don't think I got my say out. All right. Well, then in that case, uh, I think that we are good to rank this. So we are going to rank this using a normal 1 to 21 scale with one being absolute mastercraft. Can, can be very hard to get any better. Uh, to twenty-one, which is very little even ironic enjoyment out of it. Um, and yeah, just not a very fun movie to watch. So Axe, where would you put this? While I like it,
2: I honestly feel that it's not a better film or as equally enjoyable a film as Sweet Home. And therefore I would place it at a nine.
1: All right. Torpo. I'm honestly kind of shocked you put it there, but I would agree I, I would rather watch Sweet Home over this. I think Sweet Home is a better horror movie, but this is this is enjoyable. This is fun. But yeah, so I, I would probably put it uh let's see, what's it nine, what's at ten? I had more fun with this than I did with Scott Pilgrim, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, also Nickelodeon Guts and
0: the, jo- the, jo- the JoJo OVA was pretty good, but
1: yeah, no 9 9 is fine by me actually.
0: That that this is surprisingly easy because I thought that I was expecting this to be a interesting ranking thing. For the record, uh, I put 11 because I actually was more thinking somewhere in the middle like probably actually more in the 9 to 13 range. Um 9 is like in 9 you have FernGully Flash Gordon, the first season of Mega Man, Sonic OVA, Pirates of Dark Water Tokyo Shire Soul Brain Tron and East Two. Um, honestly, I would not. I I I would say that Sweet Home is a much is a better crafted movie. So especially compared to another view, kind of the main other horror movie that we've done. Uh, I do feel that Sweet Home is a better package. Um, but having said phenomenon definitely is not a as as we kind of mentioned it's an enjoyable um it's an enjoyable ride if you're into it and even if you're not super into horror there's still some fun stuff to get out of it uh i would not be against putting put this at nine um so i think well, let's just go with that so um got that all put in this is dario argento theatrical horror 1985 oddly enough in episode 89 85 and it is horror genre and horror tone. Now, content wise, um let me get my list to get all the ones in there. Um there's no like there's there is in a very technical sense there is like one scene in which a girl take like is getting dressed, but it's like you don't see anything. So that's like not there uh explicit gore. Um, also, man, I'm just remembering at the very end uh, when that dude's head just pops off like a Pez dispenser. That was a weird one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And also, um, just trying to make sure I got excessive profanity. No, it's not really. And there's no real photosensitive issues. Uh, graphic depictions of vo- bodily functions. I will definitely say. Is in there? Uh, just putting it in for more. Anyways, falls under gore, but that the the just the maggots and all that. I feel is like is worth noting. So, uh, is there anything we want to call up for charm, cinematography, storytelling, action, and art?
2: You know, you got to put a thumbs up for music.
0: Yeah, it it's like a thumbs up that's like slightly half cocked because it's like. It is good music, but probably not for the reason they intended. I would argue can't be charm. I would also say can't be charm. Um, cinematography, like the cinematography, isn't bad. You like put it it's, in the wrong spot. Oh, whoops. Um,
2: as much as I'm a fan of this, I feel like a lot of scenes felt disjointed. Uh, particularly the overuse of quick cuts to like very specific things. That um Anyway, it starts with a character experiencing some kind of, like, almost traumatic event, and then it's quick cuts to a bunch of random shit, and then back to the person having that fit, and then some more quick cuts. Like, it's, the way it's done, I just, I didn't like the editing, I didn't like the shooting, um, and I felt like a, there were a number of issues with it that really held it
1: back. I mean, once again, every time there was a murder, it was just shots of the stabbing stick. Yeah, it was a good stick, though. It was, it was a good, good stick. stick.
0: Did its job great. Um, yes. Um. So yeah, the pacing on this is a little weird. It's also I feel a bit too long.
2: It is. Um. There's a lot of sequences that could be
1: taken out that make that would make the movie better. I mean, the the writing in general is kind of weird.
0: I it it's weird but i don't think that i would say that it was bad for the most part like there's some weird like views of like the like there's some not great implications about views of the mentally ill in this
1: yeah it has feelings about mental illness
0: um especially they don't really go over like i it took me a while to understand what the implication about why the son is the way he is, but it took like reading on Wikipedia. The reason why they're kind of implying is like that's not great.
2: Yeah, it's also it's also a plot point in one of the later Friday. Uh, I keep saying Friday Thirteenth Nightmare on Elm Streets. Uh, the original idea was that Freddie was it was basically like a I think he was a child molester and the, yeah. like parents trapped him in a furnace and murdered him. But in a later film, it's argued that he was born when an asylum basically burst open and a single nurse was assaulted by a thousand people over and over and he was born from that. So like that's that's kind of a it's, it's not a full-on trope, but it's been done enough times where it's you know, sucks.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's this isn't like, I always hate saying this because I never want to assume this as a saying that this was okay, but very much of the time. uh, But yeah, it is not a great viewing, but unfortunately, time mm -hmm. moves on. I mean, the big problem with the horror genre
2: is uh, that no, no matter what time age you're in. Uh, it still grapples with the same problems. It's an extremely mis- misogynistic and racist uh, genre. It just is. Um, the treatment of women in horror is absolutely obscene, even even still
1: now. Um, it's very sex-negative as a whole.
2: Yeah, very sex-negative. The whole trope of don't have sex or you'll die in a horror movie. Uh, black guy dies first being a trope. The racism. Um, so, I mean it's a great genre with a lot of great ideas, but it's a genre that still struggles to
0: with growing up. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just felt like that was also worth pointing out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, like I, I don't think the story was that bad at uh, action. I, I wouldn't really put anything to note there. Um, and the art was fine. Like, I those bodies looked decayed um. So, yeah, I think I think these are a good set of charms for this movie. um. Yeah, overall, I feel it's a good movie, though. I don't think it's going to be the I would not use as an example of the horror movie to change like people's view on the thing. If you like horror movies, if you haven't seen it, I would highly recommend it. But if you're not into horror, you might want to stick away from this movie. Um, yeah. There's there's Phenomena. It's a movie that it's fun to watch just also because it's like, you could see like, especially if you played the first clock tower or clock tower, the first fear, you can definitely see where the inspiration came from. So, uh, with that, um, before we close, uh,
1: is there anything you want to plug?
2: Autistic Self Advocacy Network.
1: All right, Torpo. Uh, twitch.tv slash tarpotypist and at tarpotypist on twitter and I would like to plug the hole in this fucking gas canister on my goddamn boat yeah I forgot about that bit stab so, that yeah. fucking gas canister lit that boat on fire
0: yep Um. so yeah um, that is it for Phenomena uh, next time uh, we are actually because of the timing of this uh, we are actually doing a another a the next movie I went ahead and did or chose because uh, this is it is the episode that is the closest to my birthday. Um, so but it is also in October, so I felt it should still be a horror movie. So I picked a movie that is a horror movie that I feel is probably one of my favorite horror movies. And In fact, it is actually technically one of my favorite movies of all time um although it's or one that i like the composure of or composition or whatever you'd call it of uh it is just a really damn good movie and like talking of horror movies that i feel like can like change people's view on horror movie genre um we're taking a look at ridley scott's alien next time which is it, it's going to be also a fun time because it's going to spawn one of those conversations that will also come up should we ever do the Terminator, which is which, which one's better. better? Yeah, that lovely blank session of an argument. But yeah, that'll be next time, which will be fun because I, I really like the movie. Um, anyway, um, that'll be next time. So thank you all for listening. Bye-bye. Bye If you would like to see the list in which we have ranked every single thing we've done for Media Delta, you can go to r3.ldp.life in your browser. If you would like to watch the sister show that determines what could show up on Media Delta, that's Retro Rank Rhapsody, you can watch it live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash puzzle or on YouTube at youtube.ldp.life. If you would like to discuss this episode with others, please join our Discord server by going to discord.ldp.life in your browser, which should give you a link. Thank you again for listening.